0: Hello, I am Dr. Kathleen Hall, and this is the way I see it. Do you ever get up in the morning and turn your life on like a light switch? And at night, when you uh, go to bed, you turn it off like the same light switch over and over and over? So every day kind of feels like the same over and over again. Um, Have you experienced these thoughts or feelings? I have. And it feels like we're living on autopilot. And I can be one of the worst offenders, and I'm the one that teaches awareness and mindfulness. For an example, I got a bird feeder, I spent all this money and time and energy with bird seed, bird feeder, because I wanted to see the birds and the nestlings and hear everything. And now I can find myself waking up, jumping out of bed, absolutely racing to uh, feed the birds, come back, and then I'm like a blank slate. I, I haven't felt anything, enjoyed anything. And I go, what, 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 what are you doing? So each of us can get into these patterns, uh, get to after lunch, and go, what did I eat for breakfast? Autopilot, autopilot, and believe me, we're living in a social media, news-oriented, fast, hectic world that autopilot should be named as one of the current diseases of the times we live in. I really mean it, and it really has serious mental health and well-being and health and wellness uh, problems, anxiety, depressions. You can feel isolated. It affects you. It affects your family. It affects everybody. So it's a critical problem, and it got worse after the pandemic. Okay, during the pandemic, I thought it would dry up and get better, but it's actually gotten worse because people started playing games more online. They started being on social media more, and, and they got numbed. It's very, very interesting what we do as humans, and then it becomes habit, and we just continue to you know I don't want to say dumb down let's just say what it is it's autopilot and to my patients and clients i say it's living a life of quiet desperation we're living we're losing the magic we're, we're losing the joy the meaning of life we're not living in the present awareness of the absolute magnificence of life so first i want to talk about a couple signs some signs of living on autopilot and then some exciting ways, simple ways, about how to stop it. I ran across an article in Conscious Rethink, which is an online site. They also had some great ideas that I'm going to incorporate into this podcast. So, are your days predictable each day? Do you feel like you mentally checked out? Do you struggle to remember details, like, like I said, what you ate for breakfast, what you did yesterday? Um, you know, do, do you overcommit yourself? And also, you're living on social media still with little happiness or meaning? Are you kind of just glazing through it? Did you pick up playing online games recently, or not recently, but in the past, and now you're doing it, and it doesn't feel as exciting, as fun, as challenging, and you're kind of just doing it all the time. Is it really increasing the happiness of your life? So let's talk about how we can shift from this autopilot and not living a life of quiet desperation. Number one, increase your self-awareness. When I come back in and I wash my hands from the bird feeder now, I have a practice of, did you listen to the birds? Did you look around in the trees? Did you look up at the sky? What kind of day is it? Did you smell the air? Did it smell like rain? I've, I've had to stop this habitual autopilot of doing things. So picture self-awareness like a muscle, okay? Just like a muscle. You have to practice it to strengthen it. So start being aware. Make a little list. I uh, have my notes on my phone, so I'll I'll make little notes to myself. Or I have a piece of paper that I keep by my computer. You know, develop thoughts, feelings, values. Are you living out your values? One of my values is I'm a a birder. I love birds. No, I'm not living out my values by doing that. I have these dogs and cats. If I'm running by Tess the cat and my dogs and they're wagging their tails during my day and I'm not getting down on my knees and smiling and laughing and playing with them for a minute, I'm not living out my values. So you may feel uncomfortable at first because you'll learn things about yourself you just don't absolutely love. That's okay. That's, that's what you're doing. You're fleshing everything out. And what is cool is you can't believe this, but you will feel more in control of your life. You'll feel like, wow, this really is my life. It's not the living from the outside in. I'm living from the inside out. It improves your relationships, your communication skills, you'll have less stress. I'm telling you, it'll totally transform your life. And the more self-aware you become, you'll identify parts of your life that you're bringing back alive. It's like doing CPR on your life. You'll get rid of parts that have been weighing you down, okay? and then self-reflection it's a huge part of the process, process of assessing your own thoughts your feelings your emotions so how do you increase self-awareness practice staying in the second moment No, stay excuse me in the present moment what are your emotional triggers how are you feeling notice your feelings investigate your triggers you know one of my biggest is driving i mean that's one of my biggest identify patterns of thought behavior and emotions Increase your self curiosity. When you're eating, are you eating mindfully? Are you noticing what you're eating? Are you eating with your mouth closed? Are you sitting down? Are your legs not crossed? Are you not watching television? Are you enjoying every bite? Mindful driving. Are you really driving mindfully? Or are you going raced, you know, racing from light to light or from home to work or whatever? Nature. Are you rolling down your window sometimes in the morning and afternoon and listening to the birds and listening to the wind? I'm telling you. Nature, it should be bringing you joy and nourishment. What about your relationships? Are you kind? Are you intimate? Are you actually looking into the face of the people you care about or people you don't know in the grocery store line? Gratitude, that'll increase your awareness. Okay, next, find your internal compass, your internal GPS. When we're driving on autopilot, we, we, we're not aware. We don't know what direction or what's motivating us. It's time to reset your life and be in harmony with it by being aware of your internal compass. Ask yourself questions like, what do I want out of life? Where do I hope to be one year from now? What's lacking in my life? Your internal compass will guide your life. If you're living on autopilot, nope, it's not gonna happen. So don't worry if you're not even knowing what I mean by internal compass right now. You might have to silence the noise and dig into yourself, remember? Instead of living from the outside in, you're gonna start living from the inside out. Your internal compass will strengthen your relationships. Also, don't forget to share all this with people that are close to you, your children, your friends, your partner, okay, even a close neighbor. Because what they'll do is have checks on you like, okay, you said you wanted to garden. You said you wanted to start a little cooking. You said you wanted to think about changing jobs. Whatever it is, have them give you information too. That really helps a lot if you have people around you that can lead you back to yourself, okay? It's not just learning about it, it's also learning to trust it. It's like a muscle again. The more you trust your internal compass, the more that it will grow. It will strengthen. Okay. So sit with your feelings, worry less, trust that internal compass. What brings you peace and happiness? What creates chaos in your life? What brings stress in your life? When you tap into that internal compass, you'll stop living on autopilot, I promise. And you'll start living authentically. Okay, remember, your internal compass. A plane can't go without one. Lots of people that drive can't go without one. An airplane can't. Um, Everything has an internal compass. We seem as human beings to have lost ours. Again, there's too much noise in the world we live in. Inside out, living from the inside out. Next, push beyond your comfort zone. Okay a comfort zone refers to mentally and psychologically where you feel safe and comfortable and predictable. Okay, I know. I know what I do. I put on lots of times I put on the same sweater because I love it. I'll drive to the same directions to the same my favorite coffee shop. I don't go different ways. Um, I've recently started trying to get off the interstate here in Atlanta with 7 million people and go back ways and look at big trees or look at house architecture or all kinds of things, okay, get out of your comfort zone. How can you do that? Try something that 's out of the ordinary. even try a new travel to a new place. change your daily routine. Eat something new, go to a new restaurant, try a new recipe. Get out and volunteer at a new place. I just started working with foster kids in foster homes i 've never done that before. I thought you know, I had a rough childhood. I wonder what it 's like to be have the kind of childhood I had with my biological parents. It's got to be incredibly, almost impossible if you're a foster kid. So I did something different. Try something different. Face your fears. Be vulnerable with your friends and loved ones. Tell them what you're trying to do, how you're trying to grow. Try a new form of exercise. I tried uh, Zumba. It didn't work for me. I have a bad back, but my God, I tried several times. Could hardly walk afterwards, but I was committed to trying something new. Try not just one type of meditation. My gosh. Meditation is like Baskin Robbins with 38 or 31 or however many flavors. There's all kinds. Try all kinds. It's fun. Leave your comfort zone. It leads you to explore opportunities. You become a different person. You get more self-confident. You start to laugh. It's fun. You can't make any mistakes. You're trying new stuff. And it increases your creative thinking. You wouldn't believe what it does to your brain. Next, create a daily intention every day before you get out of bed and even if you don't before you get out of bed when you're driving to work eating your breakfast okay you'll get used to the practice create a daily intention put a little sticker in your car so you'll remember to do it put a sticker by your computer screen it's, what's my daily intention today you'll need reminders especially at the beginning but it'll come okay so it you know identify what your desires are in this particular day what are your goals Okay? It's like create it. when you create a daily intention, it's like you're identifying what energy you want to bring to your day. What's the vibe you want to show up with? Create a daily intention. Remember, as you're doing all this stuff, if you've got children, a partner, a spouse, friends at work, it's going to change them because they're going to see what you're doing and go, I want some of that. Next, discover what you love. What brings you joy? When you turn on autopilot, you lose the joy, okay? Finding joy in your life is going to bring you a lot more happiness and optimism. So where can you and how do you find joy in your daily life? Okay, create things that bring you joy. For me, I now have a practice. I started at uh, Lent on Ash Wednesday this year. I went, you know what? Every time I pass the dogs instead of passing them, I'm going down, squatting down and petting them and looking into their face and tell them I love them. It's really made a difference. I sometimes belly laugh because the dogs will do something fun and funny. Volunteering, I'm volunteering somewhere new. And I started that too. It's really a lot of fun. And I'm a pretty kind person, but I decided also, when I go to the grocery store or the drug store or anywhere, hardware store, I always smile at everybody in line, not just the cashier, everybody in line. I turn behind me, turn in front of them. It opens doors to people. You never know what you do when you smile with somebody. Practice gratitude, it makes you feel wonderful. Let somebody in traffic. Um, Say thank you. I, I text a friend of mine every single day, different friends, and say thank you so much. My neighbors, when I pass them, when I'm walking the dogs. Get outside. Next, nature's magic, okay? It's filled with joy. You cannot go outside, whether it's listening to the rain, Whether it's looking at your dog laughing, whether it's um, looking at a different kind of tree, what's blooming, nature is magic. Okay, next. Make a vision board. I made one. I did another one last week. It's fun. Get a grease board. Because then you can erase it and change it. Because it's growing. Remember, you're growing. A vision board is beneficial uh, for not living your life on autopilot. You visually see your goals and desires and dreams. It's really important. You can use cutouts, images. I like my grease pens. I like to draw, so I don't use cutouts. I just draw different things. I did it for my company. I did, did hearts. I did all kinds of fun things on it, and I used every color of my little packet. So I look at it. My vision board works. I needed one for this year. I've been in a funk uh, since Uh, The autopilot that I kind of went on during the pandemic, my husband's a physician, my daughter's a physician, I work with patients and I just had to, my emotions got flat, my company, everything else. And so this vision board has added real energy to my life. Please try it. Next, again, I talked about this, do something that brings you joy every day. Change up your routine, creating positive practices, whether it's drinking, drinking, For me, drink, make sure you're drinking a lot of water, eight glasses of water a day. So by lunch, I try to make sure that I've, you know, been drinking at least two in the morning. I try to do most of them in the afternoon because I don't want to stay up all night long after six, um, you know, going to the bathroom. So I try to drink everything before six o'clock and not more than eight ounces after six o'clock. Um, drinking coffee, are you drinking too much? Okay, is your heart racing and you're getting aggressive? Um, I told a friend of mine who gets coffee at McDonald's, I said, just ask them to do half and half, and they will. They'll do half decaf, half regular, and it cuts down that panic or that aggressive nature. Positive practices to try. Again, we talked about this. Small more often. Practice gratitude. Practice self reflection. Consume, you know, start on maybe a healthier diet. Drink plenty of water. Use positive affirmations. I am. Strong, I am brilliant, I am creative, I am happy i'm I am literally living the purpose of my life. Make sure you write a journal, and you know I'm in therapy again. I go in and off. I have my entire life since I' was twenty one years old, and I'm now many, 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 many decades older than that, and I love it. I check back in with a therapist intermittently, intermittently when I have a problem, getting a funk, or I really start living on autopilot because see. I can't, we as humans can't always figure out why we're going down the rabbit hole. So getting somebody from the outside who's trained to look at you, you can kind of go, oh, okay, I didn't know I was doing that. So it's really cool. Next, find an adventure. Okay, we're going on an adventure starting tomorrow. I can't wait. Um, My husband, myself, our daughter, I I just can't wait. We're going to go off for a few days and do something we haven't done in years, like 20 years. So also... Plan it ahead of time. It's just as exciting getting excited planning it as it is going on it, okay? So create and start ticking off things in your bucket list. You better have a bucket list. If you don't have a bucket list, you better do it today, baby, because you never know if you have an hour left, a day left, a week left in your life. Um, Okay, be more adventurous. Again, eat somewhere where you've never eaten before, a new restaurant. Try a new recipe. I tried a new salmon marinade just out of the blue. Now it's become our favorite. Um, Make new friends. I did that. It was scary as crap. It was a person that was uh, I, I didn't think would have many interests, I'm telling you. Now we're almost besties. We text each other every other day, call each other. We're very, very close. It was, especially at my age, when you have such long, old-time friends, it was pretty, to be vulnerable, that vulnerable at this stage of my life, it was pretty shocking, and it's been one of the greatest gifts I've ever had. Face your fears, make a circle, okay, put a circle, and put number five, one, two, three, four, five, and name your five greatest fears of life. Is it not having status, not having money, not having beauty, not being married, not having a boyfriend, whatever it is, face them now. I did that practice when I was 38, and my life turned upside down, and it turned, instead of living on autopilot in a life that was literally one of quiet desperation, Uh, It exploded, that circle exploded, and um, literally, it's been magic ever since, because facing your fears is, because new fears come up, Uh, fear of aging, fear of getting sick, fear of your parents dying, fear of something happening to somebody you love, fear of not having money, okay, not being able to pay your bills, please, write them down, it's beautiful, because then you can go deeper into that, plan a trip, big or small, and embrace spontaneity. Okay, don't say, I didn't plan that. Get up, do it. Do something different. Sometimes when the dogs are looking at me really funny, they love driving in the car. So I put them in the car, roll down the windows, take them around the block. They laugh, wag their tails. We come back and laugh. Then I give them a dog treat. Okay, practice mindfulness. Um, Please, you know, practice some kind of meditation for at least five, 10 minutes a day. We have the meditation room on our um, site. We have all kinds of meditations. One's with nature, one's in silence, one's with icons, one with guided meditation. Please, whatever you do, um, five, ten minutes a day, it resets your thermostat, it clears your mind, it's a health issue, mental and physical, and it increases your happiness, please, your calmness. Uh, It's just amazing. Uh, And also ways to be more mindful in your life in every aspect. Pay attention to your thoughts, your feelings here's a big one. Please pay attention to your assumptions. I'm one of the worst offenders. I assume things. Okay. I profile people. I've seen patients and clients for so long. Again, we're all doctors in our family. We make diagnosis and assumptions and beliefs. So we always check each other on this stuff. Seriously, it's a great way to strip yourself down to your bones and go, "Uh uh-oh, why was I assuming that? Practice self-reflection, self-acceptance without judgment. No judgment. We're not allowed judgment, guys. Focus on your breath. I have a timer on my uh, phone four times a day. It says, breathe deliciously. So four times a day, I breathe in love and light and healing. And I breathe out anything gray or dark or heavy. Because, baby, I want to bring in the light. And bring awareness to your five senses. A couple times a day, I also have another timer. And I go through my eyes, ears, nose, mouth, hands, and clear these five senses. And again, bring in light and healing and love. Okay? And, you know, acknowledge. Here's the next one. Acknowledge and express your emotions. Please. I invite you to sit with your emotions and consider what, what your, level your emotions are on. Okay? I uh, like a math. A quantitative, not just my anger. It feels strong. It feels weak. Nope. I want you to quantify it. One to five. One is just a little angry. Three is pretty steamed. And five is rage. Everything is one to five. Okay? Fear. One to five. How afraid am I? Is it one? Ah, just a little. I'm worried about my checkbook. Three. I'm pretty worried about paying my bills. Five. I am in a panic. I'm afraid of losing my house. Get it? So, sadness. Worry. Playfulness. Playfulness. One to five. Am I very playful? Mm, One. God, a little. Medium. Mm, A little playful. Five. Wow. So, okay, I want you to quantify laughter, peace, all those things. Quantify one to five because, see, that shows you how you want to grow and have your spouse do it. You can help each other, I promise you, your partner, kids. It's a great thing to do at your mindful family meeting. And if you don't know how to have a mindful family meeting, go to the Mindful Living Network. Go to Mindful Family at the top and download, print out my family meeting thing. It's fabulous, by the way. Um, And acknowledge uh, what triggers your emotions. Do some self-exploration. If you have a five on your anger and rage or your fear, you may want to see a therapist to help you unpack some of these feelings. But please you know, explore these feelings, okay? It'll give you a stronger sense of yourself, and you know, you'll feel proud of yourself, okay? It'll free you for more productivity and focus, I promise you, okay? So name your emotions, and you know, slow down. Next is slow down, slow down. I lived fast my whole life. I was the oldest of seven, had to do everything, fix everything, run everything. Even at my stage of life, I have to, my husband of God knows how many decades, more than four, he has to all the time, Kathleen, slow down your speech, slow down your walk, slow down, slow down your eating, because it's just ingrained in every cell of my body. And my mom was even manic the whole time she was pregnant with me. So I came out that way. So it's been a challenge my personal whole life. I feel like I've been 100 in a 55-mile-an-hour zone. And you may feel like you've been going 80 miles per hour in a 55-mile-an-hour zone of life. Slow down. Slow down. Okay, slow down. Because every time you slow down, you're deepening your relationship with yourself. You're deepening your relationship with your family, your friends, with God, with the divine, with your animals. Slow down. You make better decisions. You connect on a better level with others. You improve your well-being. Slow down. Slow down. And we're almost finished, but embrace self-love. It's one of the hardest. Love yourself. No judgment. you got to love yourself. No regrets. Love yourself. You made decisions. You made wherever you were in life. If you had mental illness, if you were challenged, if you were broke, if you were broken from your primary family, your first 20 years. Grace, grace. Love yourself. Forgive yourself. Self love. It's an integral part of getting a lot of us off our autopilot. A lot of us are on autopilot because of the pain of our past. I was. I didn't want to face anything. You need to love yourself just where you are, okay? Love yourself without judgment right now, sitting here right now. Just feel that bubbling little heart and brain and that mitochondria and the blood flowing, boom, 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 boom out of your heart, into your body. Oxygen in your lung. Right now, your life starts over, okay? You're off autopilot right now, okay? And again, to, to just go over, remember, let's just... Remember, touch that daily joyful moment. And if you're a baseball fan, I want you to think about it, about going from first base, second base, third base home. Oh, you're going to set your timer to breathe, first base, second base, on your phone. You're going to, if you need to, however you do it, set your timer that you have to practice joy. You know, first base, second base, third, not just once a day. I don't care if it's looking up at the sun, looking at a flower. Whatever you think of your child, your grandchild, your spouse, look at your nail polish. I don't care what you got to do. You've got to practice it. Joyfulness at least three times a day, just like you're going around the baseball diamond. And remember your mindfulness practices. Okay, don't forget it because you want to come off autopilot. Okay, take some effort, persistence, determination, but it's absolutely possible. It's important. Tell your friends, partner, co-workers, your close circle what you're doing. I promise it's going to transform your life. Turning off autopilot, feeling more in control and stepping on the gas is going to help you have a new life and blossom. You'll have more opportunity and you'll be living the meaningful, purposeful life you were meant to live. So here we are, winding up this podcast, turning off your autopilot. I invite you please today. Go to the Mindful Living Network, MindfulLivingNetwork.com. We have lots. Oh, you won't believe it. Thousands and thousands of articles. We've got the meditation room, all kinds of fun. We've got a reality show. Go visit us. See what's going on. Or It's our O-U-R-M-L-N.com. And we're launching our new site within the next week. So come back and see the new stuff in about a week. That's pretty cool, too. Um, also, We have Facebook page, we've got Twitter, we've got Instagram. Please visit us. Please like us, pass us on. We're trying to build a mindful community to save ourselves, our planet, our families, our schools. Mindful living is the only way we're going to hold hands, open our hearts, and come out of this. Please, let's all be together. We are. We are one human family. So please know um, how much I love every one of you. Please join our community. Let's help each other. If you have any questions, problems, just go to the contact us part of our website and write me a note, Dr. Kathleen Hall. I promise you I can even write you back confidentially. Or if you have an idea of a show you want to know. So let me know. I am Dr. Kathleen Hall. This is the way I see it. Thank you for joining us today.